Stalker, dragon stalker, crypt stalker, demon stalker, rift stalker, grown stalker, crypt stalker, scourge stalker, wind runner. I'm a pony, elite skill hunter. All right, well, welcome to episode 261 of the Hunting Party Podcast. I'm Dark Brew from thebrewhall.com and thebrewhall on Twitter. I'm Delirium from thrillthewild.com and at Delirium Hunts on the Twitters. And I'm Bendak from eyesofthebeasts.com and Bendak Wow on Twitter. All right, today is Monday, July 10th, 2017, and we are broadcasting live on twitch.tv. You can participate in the live chat room where our lovely moderator, Ali Sonder, is there to take your questions. And I think we're just going to build the plane as we fly it today. I, we've got uh, a, a few notes of, of interesting things to talk about, but we'll just figure out what's, what's going on. I mean, what's going on with you guys? How's uh, the new op treating everyone so far so good we sort of touched upon it a little bit uh, in episode 260 but i guess imagine progression is a little bit further along from then yeah not much <laughs> you know that that first day of progression like first yeah. day when mythics come out and like a few teams kill the first three or four bosses in the first like 20 minutes so you're like oh man they must be pushovers mm-hmm <laughs> Well, that's not for the rest of us. They're not really pushovers. I, are you talking mythic or norm, or heroic yeah, here? Mythic, mythic. Yeah. yeah, we hit a bit of wall. Even in heroic, the end of heroic. Uh, oh, Maiden of Guitar Hero and Fallen <laughs> Avatar and Kil'jaeden are definitely... I mean, you, you've got to come ready to raid. They're uh, not just pushovers. So. And how's your progression going, Bendek? Uh, still in heroic, and yeah, the last bosses are turning out to be a bit tougher than anticipated, I guess. But I did normals. Nice. Yeah, it was fun. I really liked Tomb. I didn't think I would. It's a good raid. I like it. Um, like I said, we're we'll be finished with normals this week for sure. We had killed Jaden down to I don't know few small percentage at the end of last week so that'll be the end of that and then we'll hopefully we'll go and hit heroic after that but it was i said i know obviously heroic's going to be harder but it's like this just seems like overall compared to nighthold a much easier raid overall i mean i don't know if that was intended or if we're just you know more in practice now with, with having raided for for a longer period of time or, or or what what it is but it just seems like this has been a an easier raid um than what yeah. we saw previously. I think they've really starting to get kind of the tuning down of the raids. It was, you know, normal was was a lot easier than heroic, and heroic mm -hmm. seems to be a lot easier than mythic. And the last bosses on each tier are a good bit harder than the first bosses. So I mean, I think they've, you know, they're they're getting to a better place. It's not like there's some random boss they just didn't test well enough to realize. You know, what was mm -hmm. that a uh, big, uh, the troll boss? Uh, as a big elephant, I don't know what it was—a dire beast <laughs> in Throne of Thunder, like um, the second or third boss. Yeah. Oh, the I know. Yeah. oh yeah, yeah, the yeah. dinosaur, yeah, the the the, the guild Gordon. killer. Yeah. yeah, and it's just like people just hit this wall on like the yeah. second or third boss yeah. of the raid. Yeah, so there's no problem like that here. You know, when you're hitting a wall, it's on those last hard bosses that should be hard, and you know, you want to feel like you're really getting to an end boss so it, exactly and you'd like to feel like okay maybe the if we kill some of those early bosses again each week you know a few more people get more gear and your raid team will get stronger as, as you work your way back up to right, the right. boss or, or you know if you, at least you feel like you have the option where you don't necessarily have to extend the lockout although you can certainly go ahead and do that just just to just to work on that final boss but if you feel like you have the opportunity to go through it again and you know maybe upgrade a few pieces of gear for people to to make your group stronger, which is a nice thing. Yeah. I also, speaking of gear, I got really lucky with my bonus rolls. And I have <laughs> now, I have five pieces of which I bonus rolled four of them from the tier. Oh so shit. I got one as my, my fourth piece I got from a, from a guild drop. But everything else I coined. This has just been delightful. <laughs> so That is, I mean, I'm pretty much in well, heroic... Uh, here from from night hold so since we've been a normal i've been haven't really been focusing on the tier gear so much i'm kind yeah, of I, waiting till we get to heroic before i start 
start working towards that and just kind of say because we use ebgp we use the point <clears throat> just in sort of letting other people grab their tier and that way i can go into heroic with the you know top of the, the sandbag the the chain there and go start getting the heroic tier pieces when they drop because those will be upgrades and you bm people don't really want the new tier right no uh, we want it it's just <laughs> it's just not like, uh, MM. it's not like mm it's not the same way it's kind of yeah. like you need the you need it to be big eye level upgrades and like I have the new tier set now, but it's like not really the pieces I wanted, and mm -hmm. one of them's like a normal piece. But then I run, I still keep two pieces of tier nineteen at the same time, which is a thing that I'll probably yeah. be juggling for a while. Yeah, because even though all my pieces are heroic for uh, the new Wild Stalker set, I still, as SV, I put on the old four set because there's mm -hmm. just not enough high enough eye level to uh, boost me over as SV yet. But for MM, they're glorious. And I just dropped all those old sets and uh, went with the new gear. I've also found uh, the glory of MM, since y'all are haters <laughs> and playing BM, I've got to represent over here. So It's not haters, I just like, I just like <laughs> BM better. I, I, I don't know, I think Bendek, you might be the, maybe Bendek, you're the MM hater per se. You're, you're more <laughs> solidly in the BM for BM's sake, I guess. But uh, I don't, I don't hate MM. <laughs> I was Anyhow. saying on Skype earlier today that I might actually try it soon. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. As soon as yeah. I, you know, get concordance and all that. The best part I've noticed is um, getting priority on all the life relics because healers, or at least in our guild, healers always get weapon upgrades after DPS, and MM is the only DPS that gets life relics, so we had a 935 drop last night. I was like, well, yes, please. <laughs> but yeah, it's been pretty great. Over in the MM water, I'm also the only MM hunter with three BM hunters in our guild, so it's uh, <laughs> kind of a weird place for us. So the one thing I got out of this was the uh, I have to look up the the name of the the, the trinket off of the guitar hero lady. Uh, is it the engine of something or yeah, other? engine yeah. of eradication? Engine of eradication. Engine of eradication. So I've been playing around with that a little bit. Yeah, that's got to be pretty great as BM when you can move freely all the time. Yeah, it is. I mean, it does make it easier to collect those orbs. It's kind of weird because they just sort of hand them. Ha, you know they 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 pop out at random times. They're they're not really too spread out, which is good. But you know, there are times where it's like, oh, I need to go stand in this circle over here, or you know, do I do that, or do I go collect these orbs? You know, and you just want to go collect those orbs. <laughs> it's sort of a weird weird little trinket. Yeah, I had that problem on Fallen Avatar. I found often like I would disengage to get into whatever that big green puddle is that you have to share damage for. Mm -hmm. Um. And then, like, right after I disengaged, I'd see, oh, there are my orbs back yeah. there. <laughs> like, do I want to try and run out and get them before I get back and, or risk missing the damage? I don't know. Yeah, so it's a, it's definitely a decision kind of trinket, but the damage for it is great if you can get all your orbs. Yeah, so I like it better than the, the other one that I had, which was just the uh, agility buff, as long as you weren't. You were like above oh, over 80% health. Yeah, yeah, 80% health or whatever. I had I had that. So I, re I replaced that with this, basically. Oh, I haven't seen many of those drop yet in our runs. Mm -hmm. so we haven't had to make the decision. Yeah, I'm still waiting for the owl trinket to drop. But everybody seems to want that. So I don't know. Yeah. I'm probably going to have to hope and get lucky and get it on a bonus roll rather than, than get it off a of first drop. I guess I guess it's good for spellcasters as well, apparently. Some of them were saying a lot of, a lot of people were. I that. Wants it. Yeah. Does um does BM's mastery buff it the owl also, or does it not count as a pet? It doesn't buff the owl, but I mean obviously ah, you can bad. stack it with Beast of Wrath, right? Yeah, you were saying that before last time, Bendik, right? That it that if you it is affected by Beastial Wrath, however. Yeah. And so then was the, that, uh, the terror from below trinket also Beastial Wrath. I mean, I I got that trinket off a of bonus roll. I didn't want it, but mm -hmm. I played around with it, and it's just too. It's just kind of mediocre. But the behemoth thing that it summons is kind of cool. Mm -hmm. It's just I just wish it did more. And when it crits with Beast of Wrath, it's like three million or something. Three billion. <laughs> three million. 
<laughs> oh. <laughs> I was about to lose it a little bit. Yeah, and one thing I like on the Kill Jaden fight is that we, the hunters, we can use our track humanoids to help find uh, Illidan in that in that shadow phase, which is actually been fairly helpful. Yeah, that's a plus of having four hunters in our group. There's basically no time when it isn't instantly pinged on the map. Yeah. Which is just sort of just a an interesting mechanic that they chose to introduce into that that fight. It took a little little while to to get used to where you're just sort of running around in the dark there trying to find him and hoping you don't jump off the edge there. That was me on the first attempt. I just walked off the edge. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done it in the fight yet, but definitely when I'm just walking to the fight, going over those bridges, I've fallen off a couple. Oh times. yeah, the bridge boss. Yeah, is this is claimed you claimed your life. Yeah, and I'm getting tired of those types of things. <clears throat> and 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 people like with a prophet Valen who are just worthless. <laughs> There's these very powerful characters who don't help you at all during these encounters. Well, he's sad because he's having to fight his old buddy, right? I guess, but he's been doing that for a long time, right? It's... Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so overall, Team Mr. Jarrus is pretty good. It just seems like it's we're going to get through it pretty quick, which I guess is okay because they're getting ready to... Uh, they've already put up the PTR for uh, the next patch. Right, right. That's what they said last BlizzCon was that that was their new goal is to have it out the week after they released a patch. Right, they would put right. up the new one. And I guess so far they've stuck to it. It seems really strange timing to do it, though. I, we just started, it feels like. Yeah, I mean, I I think their goal is people don't have to go on the PTR. I don't yeah. know if they realized how yeah. closely people follow it or how much it messes up the news cycle. For getting people excited. Extremely... It's extremely early right now. Like I went on there when it first came out, and it was—it's mm -hmm. very early. They're they're months away from getting it done. I, I think they just want to get people on there and find the massive yeah. bugs fast. Yeah, I like the fact that they've got these long uh, PTR cycles now. I think that's actually good, you know, because people always go on there at some point in time, and the, the the longer it's out there, the more time that they'll actually get feedback from players on on how to fix stuff. Yeah, and Argus does look really cool. It's it does it's really neat, like the skyboxes and everything. Like being, you know, like in orbit above Azeroth. Mm -hmm. So I agree. I think it's probably gonna be, you know I don't think we'll see it before the fall at best, maybe September time frame. Uh, maybe even longer than that, right? I mean they they probably like to give what about four months for people to complete to get through these raid this raid well, content. I mean, Although I'm the, expecting the, the raids, same they, kind of, yeah, the same kind of wave where we right. go, we'll go there halfway through the tier, which mm -hmm, they'll call mm -hmm. 7.3, and then we'll have a 7.5 probably in November with the new raid. Yeah. Well, so four months is BlizzCon, so that whole month of October will be basically busy getting ready for that, so we won't be doing any raiding or anything. Right, well, least... it may... uh even if they open it right after BlizzCon, that would give mm -hmm. them the chance to bring back the raid race, which they uh, haven't really done for a couple years now, yes, right? Two years they haven't. They, yeah, they, they, they haven't done it in two years. Oh. I don't think they're interested. It's not an esport, although it should be, because it's. It was always one of my favorite things to watch mm -hmm. at BlizzCon was the raiders do their thing for an hour or two. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it brings the biggest crowd. Of BlizzCon might not be for the digital version, but for the live version, there are more people there than any of the esports events, except for perhaps StarCraft. Yeah, I wonder Plus, if that would still be the case. I mean, you know, since then they keep adding more stuff. Now they've got what Overwatch, and the, I, mean, I guess Overwatch is the only other new thing they didn't have a couple of years ago. Oh yeah, and we have a whole new wing this year. And Heroes of the Storm as well. I don't know how long that's right. been around. That's been so, around a few years, but now it's Heroes 2.0, so it'll be the first year for that. I don't so, even know what Heroes 2.0 is. So. <laughs> it's kind of the same thing, really. It's just they're doing things a little bit differently, but basically it's the same. They they added Overwatch elements to it. That's pretty much it. Like huh. uh, They changed how the loot boxes work. Yeah, well, they ch they added loot boxes, frankly. Before, it wasn't... It's got gold. <laughs> yeah. People seem to like the changes on it, but mm -hmm. yeah. 
Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, so with BlizzCon, it just seems like they've got plenty of other esports, although I would be perfectly happy to to watch this and see see these guys compete. And then, I, I don't know, maybe the other issues. Although, I guess the guilds, what, seem fairly stable right now. I mean, you never know how things are going to look uh, going into these races. Although, I think this 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 expansion's been... Have we had any major breakups or shakeups? I'm trying to remember. I haven't even really well, followed Serenity. it all that yeah, close. Serenity, Serenity was the big one, right? So, yeah, that's part of the other problem. It's hard to to know how long folks are going to last. And I mean, I suppose they could just always just pull individual players and create two teams to to compete at some level. But yeah, I don't know if they've ever had Exorcist come to the uh, BlizzCon. I don't think so. I think it's usually oh. like Method and. Originally, it was like vodka and midwinter and then mm -hmm. midwinter and method, method right. stuff like that. But it would be cool to see them. I don't know how many of their players actually come, but even method, usually it's a few players live mm -hmm. and uh, the rest over in wherever Europe. So I'd like to see more of them. Yeah, yeah and we haven't talked to Roger in, in, in a long time, so hope maybe we'll try and see if we can scrounge them up once they're done with the race for for world first this time around and i guess it's yeah getting this, pretty close right there i know method is on top at the moment right they're eight of nine um i right. don't know there's at least one other guild at eight of nine Did, were you guys saying before there's what, four now yeah, there's two other three three two, guilds three total three total i know exorcist but i don't know the third one so it's, it's a alpha. chinese guild called alpha yeah they just got it, like, today, yeah. Yeah, so I think Method actually got the first and second kill of Fallen Avatar, Avatar when they yeah. re-killed after this. Oh, is that uh, right? Clear, yeah. yeah. But at this point, you know, they're, they're both so many pulls into Kildred, who knows how it's going to go. And get this, the Alpha, it took them 842 attempts. Nice. <laughs> to get well, I think even Method, Alpha. they said it was about 450. Yeah, but 842? Holy. You think this boss is a little hard? <laughs> yeah, well, that's how many of those were just like five-second uh, attempts. Because I know I, I think I know some of the guilds were just um, letting him to get to full energy or whatever so they could just practice phase two. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's brilliant. I wish we would have thought of that. That's such a good idea. <laughs> it is, really, if you think about it. Um, I don't know how long you'd last in Phase 2, but maybe it's long enough to yeah. Our heroic get, a, get a good look at it. Which it took us a lot. I've For a heroic boss, it took us like, I don't know, 45 or 50 pulls, uh, which is a lot more than we were expecting. Mm -hmm. And uh, we only saw the basement phase, like, I don't know, maybe six times. When we got the kill, and there were like four of us alive. I think me and one other hunter, maybe two or three other people. Everybody else had died. We were just sacrificing people to the dark mark and to <laughs> tornadoes. If they got hit, just die. We couldn't bother healing them. So it was a little rough at the end there. But yeah, we didn't even think about trying to practice that. Now we got to write the guild a message. Maybe <laughs> we should before Mythics. Yeah, well, it's always frustrating with some of those multi-phase fights, especially, you know, you you learn that first phase, and, it, it, and it's usually like, you know, the last couple of bosses that, that are typically like this, and you spend maybe, what, five or six minutes, if not longer, getting through that first phase, and then you get to the next one, and then everyone's dead in, like, 20 seconds, and you just have no chance to learn it or look at it or <laughs> spend any kind of time in it, and so then you have to go start over again and work your way back up, uh, you know. In order to just get to that one phase, which was, was what you'd rather work on, because that's where you need need the help. So I guess with this fight, that's maybe not necessarily intended, but it sounds like it's a way that you can go ahead and learn that second phase, that spending a lot of time slogging your way through the first phase. Have you guys done chromie at all? Uh, yes, I did. I at least did the reputation part to get the title. I thought it was pretty neat. Yeah, we didn't talk much about that last last uh, episode, but it is it is a neat thing. I started it. I have to go back and 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 do some more of it, but I haven't. Have, so, how much more do you have left 
to do, I guess, at this? Are you done at this point or you've got more to, to complete there? Well, I could go back and do the speed run, but... Mm -hmm. so you're a Time Lord? Yeah, I got the Time Lord. That's all that matters. Yeah, I looked at the transmog. I'm like, eh, I'm never going to use that. <laughs> Can you go to Gallifrey now? What? To, to Gallifrey? My am, am I alone on the Doctor Who reference? Yeah, I was going to say that's oh, just a Doctor I Who I think reference. so. Nope, oh. I'm totally a Doctor Who fan. Okay, good. <laughs> I'll just randomly throw that in and assume nobody gets it for a while. <laughs> now, I was trying to think of a Doctor Who reference myself, but you beat me to it. Well, you just need to have the uh, robotic dogs out all the time then. Yeah, that'd do it. But name it canine. That's actually a pretty good idea. <laughs> How'd I think Are there it? robotic dogs? There's a wolf, right? Is there uh, a dog? I mean, uh, um, the two, they look like dogs. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I haven't played with any mechanical pets. So. Yeah, there's two in the game. There are they're not four of them, though. actually. Are there four? Okay. Well, yeah. What are the two that they keep mentioning in um, uh, at the order hall? Uh, yeah, that's uh, Treble and Rush. That's it, Treble and Rush. Huh. Yeah. I mean, Bendek, you know, was was nice enough to make a guide for it, right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. I think There's it's a on... mechanical pet guide on Wildhide. Oh, fancy. I don't think I have the ability to tame mechanical pets. I haven't yet. picked that up. I need to go get that from the auction house. Oh, you guys got to get that, yeah. There's some pretty cool pets. I just need to carve out room in the stable, as always. So I, I did pick up a couple of the Feathermane pets, the ones that look like the uh, the class mounts. Yeah, I um, love those wolf hawks. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't think I named mine Bird Dog or something, but... <laughs> <laughs> I named mine after one of my favorite logicians. So it's called Bayes. And uh, I don't know. It's glorious. It's been my go-to pet since it... Since I got the uh, BM Concordance, so it's great. Yeah, same I don't know here. I've used I like that. So I, yeah, I don't. It just looks kind of cool. And it's got the the slow fall ability, which is. Yeah, I was just gonna oh, ask yeah. you. I was gonna ask you about that. Have you um have you tried jumping down like out in in dungeons, especially yeah, with all the so, elevators? So in Tomb, there's that huge yeah. long elevator yeah, after Guitar is. Hero. Turns out our slow fall is only 30 seconds, which is not long <laughs> enough to go down there. I was going to say, you longer. might have to wait till you go get about halfway through before you pop it. But Yeah, so I was thinking that as I was falling down. But then I was like, well, is my pet going to despawn because it's still it upstairs? Will, yeah. yeah, so that, it's oh. not the most useful of slow falls. At least you can disengage at the very yeah, end yeah. still. but. That yeah, sounds so like for science, Delirium, we need to get back to that and let us know. It could save a life. Well, at <laughs> least at like Vault of the Wardens, it'll be useful and and uh, maybe <laughs> if if your pet doesn't despawn. Whatever happened to those parachutes we used to have? Do those still exist as an engineer toy somewhere? The engineer gliders do not work. We not we, the I, not the goblin glider ones. Oh, okay. But the, there was like a parachute. That was the parachute cloak. Um, oh. I think you can still make the actual cloak, but it's it's not an enchant anymore. Huh. Maybe I'll have to keep that in my bag just to switch when I'm jumping down the elevator because I missed it. I went and tamed the um, the one hippogriff that's in Nighthold. You can only access it once every eight weeks when a certain world quest is up. Um, it's the world quest where it's you have to go kill like all of. Uh, Elisan's uh, <clears throat> servants. You know that one? It's called like Love Tap or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, there's a pet up there you can tame. Um, so I tamed it, but it's like, I don't know what Blizzard did, but it's it's the noisiest pet I've ever seen. <laughs> it squawks like every second. And it's just, it must be bugged or something. Hmm. It's a cool looking pet. It's a corrupted hippogriff. I say, what like, kind of pet is it? Oh, it's a, okay, yeah. hippogriff. Cool. And its eyes are glowing and stuff, but it, uh, yeah, they just need to tone down the noise a bit. Is there a mount equivalent for that one? 
Yep, it's a but it's a TCG mount. Oh. Uh, huh. Those still exist? Yeah. Surprisingly, they do. Very expensive now. Millions of gold, usually. Oh, well. I guess I won't have any. <laughs> I used those, to... Uh, is there even a gold cap them. anymore, or how high is it I think now? it's 10 million. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Nine million nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine, yeah. <laughs> Plus ninety nine silver and ninety nine copper. Mm-hmm. Not even close. Not even close to that. No, but there's people that they regularly make three hundred thousand, five hundred thousand a week. So mm-hmm. I can't even imagine that. Oh man, the first uh, I I got my first mill. I've never had over a million gold before. And I got my first million uh, when 7.3 came out because they upgraded the, uh, uh, what do you call this, craftable gear. Mm-hmm. So I uh, I just sold a bunch of Obliterum. Especially, I think they nerfed it, but at first the 750 gear was, when you obliterated it, it was giving you as though it was a uh, upgraded 750 gear. So I would get like 200, 300 per like a pair of pants. Um, so I just made tons of it, like, you know, a thousand leather worth and then sold it all. <laughs> it was wow. wonderful. So, yeah, I hit a million for my very first time. I think the cost of obliterum has gone way down now, but at first it was great. Yeah, the markets have been really strange for trying to make gold for a couple of years now, really. There's ways, but I sure don't know what they are. Whatever happened to our gold making, buddy? Oh, last I know, he's still up in Canada and happily married with still kids, up in Canada. sitting okay. at his daughter's uh, little tea set, <laughs> digging out of the snow. <laughs> I guess the good news is you really don't need gold for that much anymore. Not like it was before. I mean, I, I yeah, rarely that's the trouble. You know, need feel like you need to spend it on anything. I mean, you can get two million gold and buy that uh, spider mount. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> but yeah, there's enough gold sinks in the game now, especially with the uh, uh, with the tokens. Wow, tokens. That's a really big um, you know, money sink right there. I guess it's technically not a sink since you're giving it to somebody else, but um, I don't know. It's It definitely gives uh, people with a lot of gold at, uh, some incentive to spend it yeah i'm saving it for the transmog yak nice oh yeah Yeah. it's really helpful oh yeah if you want to transmog on the go Mm -hmm. oh absolutely i use it i mean i don't have it but i've used other people i use other people's all the time (laughs) (laughs) yeah absolutely and and you know you can't start a mythic plus without your uh, transmog being perfect Mm Yeah, I probably shouldn't admit to this on a recorded stream, but so I, since I'm I'm playing a Draenei right now, and uh, they made these male chests that show our glorious purple nipples for male Draenei, and it just looks so cool, and like he looks so buff with his giant muscles and everything. <laughs> And I hate it when I have to put on, like, if I get a good drop in in raid and I have to put it on and can't show off my glorious Draenei <laughs> purple nipples. So, yeah, I've been all about that transmog mount. Well, it's only when you have, like, a million, 108,000, whatever, how much for it, it's right. nothing. So you just <laughs> go and buy so it. Much. <laughs> yeah, my birthday's coming up, by the way. Just saying. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can you gift them to people? No, but the gold can be. Ah. Uh, I'll happily make a tune on whatever server you're on. I did get a shirt on the on my rogue the other day. Well, a chest, but the 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 center part is for some reason on my on my gnome it looks ch- fl- uh, skin colored, which huh. gives a very uh, an effect I'm not entirely comfortable with. <laughs> I, do you play female characters mostly? Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, I really love the pigtails. But if they have more options for, like, beards and stuff like that, I do like some of the, the guy looks, like the hair and stuff's cool. But for the most part, I just like playing the, 
you know, female characters. I love my gnomes. Yeah, the this only is really awkward having like, you know, like a big hole in like the wrong yeah. place, like cut yeah, out of like your chest area. Hole. Yeah. Especially on a gnome. I feel that's a little creepy. Well, I think maybe on like a, you know, a normal size character, the shading and stuff would look different. It's just that maybe on the gnome, it's all kind of bunched together. And so it just has the effect of looking like, like the, like there's cleavage and nipples there, but we'll see. Yeah, that's weird. Now I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> that's okay. I transpog pretty quickly, so. Speaking of transpog, how about that uh, Naga Stalker armor? Yeah, I, I know. I saw it. I just... Uh... Yeah, it sounds like y'all hate it. Actually, like half the, half the world hated it. I thought it was pretty cool. I think it looks good on my character. I don't I mean, like those helmets that look like I'm being but... swallowed by something. Oh yeah, I never wear helmets anyways. I always go held. Yeah, that's the problem. Is I I kind of like the mythic helmet because it's kind of interesting with the tentacles and stuff. But I'm also kind of like I don't really want to wear, you know, like Shannox's head and and mm -hmm. swallowed by a murloc again. So I'm kind of torn. But I figure on it, it'll look good on my blood elf no matter what. So. There's always... So yeah, other than the helmet, I don't know. I guess I the rest know, I think, yeah. I think the normal and heroic are kind of boring looking compared mm -hmm. to the mythic. But uh, I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of it. No, and, I, and we would have preliminary indication of what the set bonuses on the gear is going to be. I don't think we've talked about that yet. Um, obviously, I think all the numbers are will be adjusted. Yeah, but I think we think with the, the effects, I guess, are, I guess we're assuming that those aren't placeholders, although obviously anything, everything is subject to change until it, until it goes live based on feedback and other things. But I think for the tier 21 with the Beast Mastery two-piece bonus, what kill command, it's just a straight uh, increase to kill command damage. And then what was the four piece? When Wild Call resets, uh, the cooldown of Dire Beast, the cooldown of Kill Command is reduced by zero seconds. That's kind of a weird bonus. I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to trying to <laughs> interpret that there. So, all right. It doesn't make. I don't. I don't see how that's going to be any good. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, know. well, is Kill Cobra Wild Call proc? I'll call procs uh, fairly frequently, right? It depends. If you're using one with the pack, I don't know, mm -hmm. maybe 20 or 30 times a fight. But if you're not using one with the pack, it's pretty rare. It's like 10, maybe 15, if you're lucky, times a fight. Yeah. And um, uh, is Killer, Co Killer Cobra still the preferred um, last talent? Yeah. Yeah. And that, when you're uh, in Bestial Wrath, your uh, Cobra shots reset your uh, kill command anyway i know so this is so, just so weird yeah it doesn't really know. make sense like why would you don't kill every every minute or so your uh your wrath uh your kill command is eight over the mm -hmm. yeah it's uh Definitely placeholder. I mean, this is set bonus is like five months away, so yeah. Well, but basically, like the gist of it is, it's going to be a kill command focused set mm -hmm. for BM. Since I haven't been on PTR, I did have a question about that. Um, have you seen any possible pets there? I've heard that there's birds flying around and stuff like that. Yeah, so... there's there's quite a few uh, possible pets. On the on Argus, um, Petopia has a list of them all. Oh, okay. If you go there, they have a patch seven point three section. There's a there's new Argus Tal books because we needed more Tal books apparently. <laughs> we already have like thirty of them, so another another dozen. And then there's Mana Rays. They look pretty neat. They're the flying pet. Um, I'm still hoping new... there will be a tameable version of that face mount. The hound that has all the faces in it. 
Oh my God, that was one heck of a surprise because we were uh, when when the you know the the data mining dropped for seven point three. A bunch of my friends and I were on uh, Discord chatting about it, and we were you know just talking about the names of them. They hadn't been the models hadn't been data mined yet, and we you know we were saying, oh yeah, that one should be interesting and uh, surprise. (laughs) That was uh, for anyone who hasn't seen it. What what what's it called again? Uh, For offhand. I don't remember off fans. No. I love the Talvics. Those look so good. Yeah, and then there's these uh, cat reptile things. <laughs> yeah, I was just looking at those um, Panthara or whatever they're called. And yeah, they, they're described as feline reptilians. So I don't know if they'll be cats or what they'll there's... be. Or something new. Although, I mean this point i don't know if they have room to create how much room they have for new families and things but yeah oh there it is soul hound yeah take a look at the soul hound if you get a chance it looks uh like a lot of drenai heads <laughs> on a on a with a yeah it it, it makes me feel uncomfortable <laughs> there's something also called about a marsoul here it looks kind of like a koala bear face <laughs> yeah and there's some spiked grubs. Yeah, those things look awful. No way I would tame one of those, I don't think. If you were an undead hunter, that would look really cool. That would go really well with an undead hunter, but outside of that, maybe an orc. <laughs> but I think you said it, the uh, the mana rays look awesome. The, those Those look very cool. I really like the teal one. That would look really good when I'm riding my uh, Abyss Worm, I think. Did any of you get that mount off of Mistress? Yes, I did. Yeah? Yeah. Very first yeah, it time. Seems, it seems to drop pretty frequently. Does I, it, every... I, I saw it drop the first week, uh, and someone got it. Yeah, it's personal loot. I think I think every mm-hmm. time I've done it, I've seen it drop once for someone. But yeah, that's a cool mount. It's the one that looks like the the eel, right? The the Riddler's Mindworm. Yeah. Except it's green. Shades of green. It is really weird to ride it though, if you haven't ridden the Riddler's Mindworm. It I don't know, it's hard to explain, but it's very very different. I'm not really sure I really like it. The movement of it. But I like the look mm-hmm. so it's it's Whoa. exotic, basically. <laughs> Uses the same animations as Cloud Serpents, right? Mm-hmm. I think yeah. so. I think so. I guess what I, what really appeals to me about it is that it's not another horse or something, you know, because I've got tons of those mm-hmm. normal things. I assume it's a flying mount too. Yes. Mm-hmm. I thought that. Uh, I thought I was going to try and get a picture down there next to uh, her corpse, but it considers it indoors, so it wouldn't let me summon it. Mm-hmm. So as soon as we got out to Dalaran, I summoned it and flew around a little bit. Got kind of, not seasick exactly, but I could see that there was potential for it. It's just really strange. But there was a little bit of uh, arena news if you guys wanted to touch on that for hunters yeah we can do that let's do that in a minute let's just uh go back to the set bonuses real quick and just talk about what they've got for marksmanship and then then survival and then i think yeah that arena news was was kind of kind of interesting as well but the tier 21 marksmanship two-piece bonus was mark shot has a chance to fire at the target uh in additional time and i guess that'll be percentage based um mm-hmm. and then the yeah, I. <laughs> and then the four, is it what? It's something if if it applies in multi-target. Yeah. All the time, like it's not like you hit you know five targets with mark shot and one of them gets it, but if it applies to all of them, then it'll occasionally be a huge buff for AOE. But in single target, mark shot hits for so little. Who cares? Well, I guess well maybe with the four piece bonus will make you care. I don't I don't know. <laughs> it says well mark shot deals damage. The damage of your next focus generating shot is increased by 
X percent and will generate X percent additional focus stacking up to whatever number of times they choose. Yeah, it might be interesting if uh, if um, sidewinders ever became pertinent again. Though I'm not sure. I have seen a few people in random dungeons using sidewinders recently. Maybe it's making a comeback that I don't know mm -hmm. about. But uh, arcane does so little damage. Like nothing does damage <laughs> except for aim shot, <laughs> unless you're in like massive AOE, and then we don't really need help. Mm -hmm. So it's already plenty of AOE damage. So, yeah, I don't know. Extra focus is okay, but our cast times are so long, we can't use it the way BM or SV can. Right. So, And then moving on to survival, the tier 21 survival two-piece bonus is flanking strike has a X percent chance to increase the critical strike chance of your next raptor strike. And the four-piece bonus is each cast of mong mongoose bite increases the damage of your next Raptor strike by whatever certain number of percent. It sounds like that's going to be stacking as well. So at least what it looks like what they're trying to do is create that little bit of synergy between the two piece and the four piece, kind of have them work together. And they've been doing that uh, last few sets, I believe, it seems like. But they, I, I like it when they do that, at least have the, the two piece kind of work in conjunction with the four piece bonus. But you play survival, Delirium. Is there anything that seemed pretty yeah, good to you? Or I feel like marksmanship and survival both have a theme of uh, let's buff the abilities you don't care about at all. <laughs> so I mean, Whereas Beast Strike, Mastery is like buffing like the the yeah, one and only ability that we ability, truly care, yeah. care about. <laughs> With a single target, I like in Raptor Strike, unless I'm taking away of the Machnathal, which I suppose you should take in every occasion, because it's the best talent. But it's incredibly difficult to use on uh, multi-target, target-swapping type situations, so... Um, when you're using butchery a lot and such. Um, but if you are taking away the Machnathal, you need to be using Raptor Strike anyway to keep that buff rolling. So I guess it's a little bit of extra damage, but it's such a small portion of our damage, I can't imagine this mattering in the slightest. I mean, if it's like... You know, Mongoose Bite increases the next Raptor Strike by 50%, and then you cast six Mongoose Bites, and you have this huge 300% Raptor Strike. You know, maybe that'd be cool. Or, you know, you cast all your Mongoose Bites, you know, eight or nine or ten, if you get lucky with procs during a uh, Mongoose Fury round. And then you cast a Raptor Strike that does a thousand percent extra damage. You know, that'd be something worthwhile, but... If it's like 5%, then who cares? It's just such a small, like, buffing such an unimportant damage-dealing ability. I don't know. Really, the only reason it's on anyone's bar is to keep Wave the Machnathal up, not to actually do damage. If it did zero damage, people would use it the exact same <laughs> number of times. So, oh well. I don't so know. The, so the damage is just a bonus, then? So yeah. I guess, which in that case, you know, if they want it to be like an extra half a percent of your overall DPS, okay, that'll do it. <laughs> but it's going to have to be buffed, like a crazy buff to get it to really matter. Well, like I said, it's early, or very early in the in the testing cycle here, so we'll have to see what the numbers are and if they change the, the bonuses at all. So it's certainly a possibility there. There was a couple of uh, changes that I noticed here. Uh, sounds like Hattie was secretly nerfed, reducing the his AP from 115% of the hunters to 96% of the hunters. When did that happen? Did you guys know? Yeah, so it apparently happened in when 7.2.5 came out. Um, I was just uh, so Swole, who does the hunter module for Ask Mr. Robot simulations, mm -hmm. uh, had noticed he doesn't actually have a level 110 hunter so occasionally asked me you know to test a few things out for him um and he was saying hey i think uh hattie hits for less than it used to um, and he thought it was doing about 100 percent of the ap now instead of 115 and i actually got out my pets and checked with uh warcraft logs and it's at exactly 96 percent all the time i don't know why that is or they also changed around some of the way the auras work. 
like you know we've had these um static uh spec wide auras i know survival's at like an extra seven percent for pretty much everything right now um i think bm has one that's at four percent maybe somebody can correct me on that but so that they, they might be changing the way those work with the uh pets uh but it seems like a weird like that's not a place where beast mastery hunters were overpowered so i don't know why they did mm -hmm. it at all yeah, and it was it was a small enough nerf that no one really noticed till now. It's uh Hadi's not it's it's not a massive portion of portion of your damage, so I guess I don't know, no one noticed. Which makes you wonder, did they need to nerf it or <laughs> Or did they do it on purpose? Like ninety six percent is a weird number. Mm-hmm. Really weird. <laughs> And then the other one was uh, said that spitting cobra is probably bugged, but in a way that makes it much better for the player. How how so? <laughs> yeah, so, so I just put out a post on this today, um, if anybody's interested. But uh, basically, it gets double the value from versatility, and it gets double the value from the two generic buffs that are the the five percent buff that you get when you get to I think it was thirty two artifact traits and the 10% buff that you get on whatever the next trait is. Maybe it's 35 and 36 artifact traits. Um, so it gets those twice and it gets versatility damage buff twice. And something odd is going on with how haste affects it to where um, it does less than the tooltip says it will do. Like it's slower than the tooltip claims when you have no taste but about twice as fast as it should be with haste when you have some amount of haste. So, I don't know. It's just weird. <laughs> I've had a very strange day testing Hunter abilities. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like you've discovered quite a bit, though, <laughs> that you didn't know. Perhaps we didn't know existed or what was going on. Yeah, I was really... I Just before the show, I finished testing all the other Hunter pet uh, stat inheritances, and it seems like there's nothing else that's been secretly nerfed. Like, I was wondering if Hattie got a uh, change across the board, like would have lower HP or, you know, lower armor or anything, and none of that seems to have changed. It's just AP. So it surely was an intentional nerf, but I don't know why they make those kind of decisions or why they didn't put it in the patch notes for some reason. So why ninety six? Yeah. Why ninety six? I know. Why not ninety five percent or a hundred percent? I don't know. Maybe it was part of the original when they rebalanced a few things when mm -hmm. they uh, gave us two charges baseline. Maybe that was part of it and that maybe that's when it was originally introduced. Oh the dire beast, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Because that's when they adjusted like the traits and stuff, so it might uh, just have been yeah. part of that balancing. Maybe and they forgot they'd done it. <laughs> yeah, maybe ninety-six percent is like this magic number. Had they gone to ninety-five percent, everybody would have noticed. But this was like their threshold <laughs> for when nobody would notice. <laughs> that's how they'll conduct their nerfs. Like, what's our threshold where we? Get the damage where we want it to be, but nobody notices. <laughs> and they almost got away with it, yeah. too, if it weren't for us meddling kids. <laughs> well, um, robots in that anyway. Darn theory crafters. Those theory crafters. <laughs> but uh, real quick, um, the Warcraft logs uh, show everyone pretty close, though, in, in heroics and, uh, and mythics, right? Like, uh, what's, what's the spread on that? Maybe that has something to do with. Um, these minor tweaks. Uh, on Mythics, it shows everybody apparently plays MM. There's like no Mythic logs for survival at all. <laughs> I think the first few bosses have Beast Mastery. I mean, maybe all the bosses that have kills have Beast Mastery too, but it's oddly, uh, oddly numbered right now. Hopefully, we'll see more parity going forward. I think heroic, it's it's continued. I think Beast Mastery took over MM on a few fights, even where you've just got a lot more fight or players clearing with Beast Mastery. So you're starting to see more of the kind of top players shine. So that's been kind of cool to see. Survival just hasn't really caught on, has it? 
don't know if it's that they'd hoped it would, but it just doesn't seem to have really caught on. I don't know how much of that is the oh come on, uh, there's at least artifact like, weapon. <laughs> there's at least twelve of us. Yeah. Although it's easier to catch up with the artifact weapon and 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 get relics and things now than than it was, but. <clears throat> So who are you beating out then? So if there's 12 of you... <laughs> Dozens of us. Dozens. Are there any classes or specs that are people are playing less than survival? Oh, I doubt that. Well, someone in chat was saying survival has the same problem as feral, so... <laughs> we don't, we've never liked the feral druids, but I don't know if people are not playing those. Oh, they're my favorite pets. Yeah, it looks like survival is the lowest. Um... Wow. I didn't think it was that low. Is anything close? Like Windwalkers? I think the closest is Outlaw Rogues. Yep. Which one's Outlaw? That's the new one that's kind of like a pirate? Yeah. Yeah, it's got the the like the stitches pull thing. Mm. Like a harpoon. Huh. So maybe people don't like the Mechanicus all that people much. Hate harpooning. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, on Heroic um, Goroth, the first boss, there's 40,000 Beast Mastery parses, 21,000 Marksmanship, and 1,100 Survival. <laughs> wow. Wait, on Heroic or Mythic? Heroic. Oh, wow. How many on the Mythic Goroth? Um, Mythic Goroth, 91 Survival parses. Nice. I've got to switch to uh, survival next time we do the core out <laughs> just to get a top 100. Pull. Exactly, I was going to say you can. You <laughs> Even exactly. if I'm 90 seconds, I got it. Yeah, you can just go in there and die, and you get top 100 pars. Yeah. That's all you need to do. Just send in your pet. Just I'll sit in the only corner. hit raptor strike in honor of this new tier bonus. <laughs> yeah, beastmaster is looking pretty popular still. Yeah, it's always kind of been the most popular of our specs, right? It is, but but I mean, Legion started. I think pretty much MM was was king. Uh, I mean, well, I, think that's I mean overall, Raiders, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Com compared to all specs, it's uh, second most popular behind Havoc. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. I mean, Beast Mastery is fun, and you know, uh, you know, outside of raids and world questing and doing things like that, I mean, you get to run around with two pets at your side and get all sorts of... And it's fun. <laughs> and of course, it makes sense that Havoc is up there too because uh, Beast Mastery, of course, was created solely for uh, people who wanted to play Melee and wanted to uh, be called something with Hunter in the name but were worried they weren't good-looking enough to play a survival hunter. So, you know, that's the vast majority of players. So it makes sense. Mm-hmm. So the other and thing on had, that note, <laughs> what were you going to say? I was going to talk about your arena stuff. Is that what you're you're leading us into, or yes, yes? So, Ali, you you posted some interesting things going on with the uh, Arena World Championships. It looks like there's a lot of hunter, some decent hunter representation this time around. Not that I would know much about PvP in this game, but yeah, maybe. three of the top eight teams have a hunter of one spec or another and two of the top four teams to watch have hunters so that's that's pretty good for us i think let's see they yeah, have any we know we can get on the show maybe i did put their names down so somebody can work on that but uh, if we know i'm not sure get on the show probably <laughs> <laughs> well actually the uh tournament was yesterday july mm -hmm. 8th and 9th oh. so i didn't see the results for it <laughs> It's hard. Sadly. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure so the team with the hunter won. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. And one of them, I think, did do survival. Yeah. Oh, Adam sweet. Rex. Yeah, Adam Rex. Survival MM. But the other two were BMMMs. So, yeah, we should definitely look into that, see how it went. Oh, isn't the World Championship during uh, BlizzCon? Or you... Well, they uh, do that. They they I have think this is a separate tournament. They yeah, do the vote to BlizzCon next. Exactly. They do that with a lot of the sports. Right okay. Yeah, this was cup number four. Yeah. Oh, and I see. Points for uh, winning, and then the top points get to go. Mm-hmm. That makes but, sense. Yeah. 
I did. Uh, I was watching a um a hero stream at one point, and I after they were done, they put on the WoW Arena uh, stream, and I saw Dilly Poo, uh, which we who we had oh, on the nice. show a while back, and he was playing MM. Um, so oh yeah, huh. it was actually pretty interesting to see him uh standing and casting uh you know aim shot and and uh actually completing those casts. I I mean, <laughs> frankly, I I was surprised. So. Um, yeah, maybe we should get him back on. See if we can next week or something. Talk about PvP for you know. That'd be once good. Every, yeah, yeah, once every year, uh, where about uh, you? Yeah, so. once a year, once a quarter, or something like that. Once <laughs> find out what's the scoop with 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 PvP and, and and hunters. I assume he's still doing his thing. Seems like all the specs are getting played though, right? Mm-hmm. PvP. Yeah. yeah. Well, in my vast experience of PvP doing uh, those world quests every day. <laughs> yeah, the one where it's just you <laughs> yeah. and no, no other players. <laughs> I haven't at first, like, you know, I don't know if it was being played less at one point, but now I'm, like, I used to always just clear them just killing the NPCs, and now I mm-hmm. never do. Like, I have to actually PvP to get PvP credit. It's ridiculous. I don't know, depending which one you're talking about. And you mean Blackrook or oh, the, the ones on the towers? All the free-for-alls. Yeah, the towers, you never see anybody. They're mm-hmm. PvE. <laughs> yeah. I like those. I do the towers all the time because I want the transmog gear. But I ended up doing a Blackrook uh, arena the other day. And that didn't go so well. But, you know, as long as you just keep jumping in, it doesn't yeah. matter how often you die. You just need to get, I don't know, like 10... <laughs> 10 deaths of somebody else and it, it works but i think it probably was like 15 of me so there's also a pretty sweet mount if you get 20 kills on each of those free-for-all arenas which several of them like the the one that's in uh oh where's hollow valors the the norse Stormheim? yeah Stormheim. The one in there, it's like you're riding on animals, and it's you never see another person. Or if they do, they just avoid you. As long as you have a good amount of <laughs> HP, they just avoid you. So you just kill a bunch of animals, and mm-hmm. uh, it's easy to get 20. So if you do 20 on each of those, all four of them, you get a really cool-looking mount. Yeah, Bareback Brawl, uh, Leo says it's called. Yeah, I've seen that. I have to go do that then. That sounds kind of fun. I didn't know you got a mount from that. Yeah, yeah. It's I. I didn't either until I accidentally finished my twentieth of the fourth <laughs> one. And hey, look at that! Which mount is it? Uh, it's a PvP looking mount. <laughs> I don't is know, like a, is it a bear one. or a horse or? Yeah, a... I had to pull it up. Now I can't find it. <laughs> did you even well, Did you even use this new mount that you got? <laughs> <laughs> No, but I looked at it in the uh, model viewer. Does that count? I only use my Wolfhawk still. I got that turtle recently. The uh, oh, the forty wins or hundred wins? No, no, I'm talking about the one for the uh, curious coins. Oh, how many does that take? Oh, 150. Ah, is it good looking, turtle? Yeah, it's good looking for a turtle. <laughs> is it a Pandaria style turtle or an old world turtle? Uh, it's kind of unique. It's like a, it's got like some armor and stuff. I want. I really get, like uh... that uh, challenge tame black tooth. I think it was called, or something like black tooth. Um, but there was in Crossarang Wilds in MOP, yeah. and there was a True. a mount that kind of matched it. I don't know. I liked having a matching mount. I used it for a while for soloing. It was one of my favorite turtles. I want to get Varian's horse at some point, but that would take a lot of PvP. So oh, what do you get that? I haven't for? done it just yet. I don't remember, um, but it does take like a lot of PvPing. So uh, I think there's probably like an achievement or something like that, but huh. it's. It's like a really cool looking horse. It's got armor. It's also got heads of, of the various horde races that have been oh, uh, that's the dangling one, off the... Right? Probably. I think you can get that just from doing the world quests. You don't mm-hmm. even have to actually PvP. You just have to get your honor prestige high enough. Okay. Yeah, I think you're right now that I think about it. 
So that's what started me doing them in the first place. Yeah, it's got uh, orc heads on it. I feel uncomfortable riding around with orc heads on my horse, but... Oh, it's got a troll on the other side, and it's got a... Oh, that's even worse. It's got, uh, I think, an undead head as well. You're supposed to be my horde friend, Allie. I'm counting on you. Well, there's not a blood elf head. Oh, that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't have the fabulous horde members, just the ugly ones. Well, yeah, so, you know. And it's not like they even have, like, a horde leader or anything like that, so. And ours has an eye patch, so, I mean, we're pretty cool that way. Huh. We accessorize. But, yeah, I think it's a pretty cool horse, and so that's kind of on my, uh, kind of like to get that sometime before the expansion ends. So I figure when we hit the lull in, you know, probably around, like, after BlizzCon, after Christmas, huh, I'll yeah. probably sit down and and uh, see if I could get a push on that. Cause yeah. It's going it to take a while. Cool. It's like Prestige 6 or 7. It's pretty far up there, I think. Yeah, it would just be running like BGs. But I figure by that point I'll have all the AP I could ever want on any spec of any alt I've got. And I've run everything I've already got. I've got all the gear I want to get. Okay. And, you know, <laughs> it's the lull, so what else are you going to do, honestly? Sounds good. Yeah. Although, you know, they've been pretty good this time about not lulling us. So, we'll see. But I do kind of kind of really like that horse. So, anyway. I just want the Dark Moon Zeppelin mount in mm-hmm. 7.3. <laughs> oh, yeah, that too. I haven't even seen that. Uh, it's a thousand uh, of it. Oh, is that all? <laughs> it's a bit. Um, yeah, it's a dirigible, a dark wind. Dirig- well, that does sound very, very cool. Well, I'll tell you what, we are just over an hour here, which is great. But uh, in the interest of now that we're doing this this late night stuff, uh, I said we call it a show this week, and we'll come back in a couple weeks and do it again. Maybe we'll maybe we can see about Dilly and. Some, Talk some PvP. That would be fun just to see what's changed, what's going on with that. But uh, on that note, you have been listening to episode 261 of the Hunting Party Podcast on Darkbrew from the Bluehall.com and the Brew Hall on Twitter. I'm Delirium from ThrillTheWild.com and at Delirium Hunts on Twitter. I'm Bendak from Eyes of the Beast and Bendak Wow on Twitter. All right. Check us out on iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, or add our RSS feed to your reader. And, of course, these links are all available in our show notes. If you have a question or a topic you would like us to discuss on the show, email us at huntingpartypodcast at gmail.com or send us a tweet at huntingpartypod. All right. Stay thirsty, my friends, and remember to drink your dark brew lager. Siempre presta la emoción de los salvaje. Keep your eyes on the beast. Dark lady, watch over you. And for the horde. <laughs> Not in the face. Only the pretty ones. <laughs> <laughs> for the pretty horde. <laughs> Life stealer. That's just the cost of being awesome sauce. I'm a dues payer. A boss slayer. I rock out with my life.
let's begin with Illidan, Osirian, and Gilgadim. Magdamar, Asgalore, Gruul, Cthulhu, and Razorgore. Onyxia to Ragnaros. Which one have we killed the most? Kel'Thuzad to Malagos. We even killed the Kama's ghost. Sapiron, Lucifer, Sapiron. 